this you missing out and you ridiculous Turn your system up, I need to feel it cause I'm feeling this Misunderstood, that's the host, plenty interviews Hot topics, you know how it goes If you miss it, check that podcast, they gon' get it poppin' I'm talking special guests and plenty good gossip So get considered this up in your life and get it right Man, I play it all the time, on the freeway when I ride Nah, you cannot deny, it's the best you're gonna find They get you up in the zone, get that stress up off your mind uh, Come and join the conversation, I know that you're gonna like it It'll get you so excited, you know everyone's invited uh, If you wanna be a star, listen to the best Get considered this, don't settle for nothing less Ayy Consider this radio hosted by Misunderstood. Let's go. Hey, Mom. Remember me? Look at me sucking down those french fries. Great parenting, Mom. Why don't you pull your head out of your ass and feed me some freaking bananas? Giving this kid an order of fries is like giving him a pack of cigarettes. You have to make all the decisions for him. Child plus burgers equals... This is repulsive. If you take care of me now, you'll teach me to take care of myself later. I'd cry about it, but I don't want to get bacon grease everywhere. Alright, alright. Happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood. And I am your comedian, Webster, the extraordinaire. And y'all guys are tuned in to Consider This Radio. We have a very fashionable show today. At the, at the <laughs> very least. <laughs> it's going to be entertaining and very fashionable today. Um, we got to let you know, we have Project MC in the building. We have to talk about everything. School, his anti-bullying campaign. He is officially a BSU student. Oh, yeah, and and yeah. we, we got to talk about more. But we missed last week. How was your Labor Day weekend? What did you do, Cuddy? Oh, man, my Labor Day weekend was, uh, was kind of... I ain't really do too much nothing, man. I had my daughter and, you know, and just doing the, the daddy-daughter thing, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, my Labor Day weekend sucked. I got in a car accident earlier that week, and I had to go to therapy, so I was, like, hibernating all weekend yeah. and did nothing. But I, I think I enjoy being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm glad you. I'm glad you made it through the car accident, though. I mean, hello. I, I, it's been a long time since I've been in a car accident. I, that was it's my crazy. first ever. I've never been in a car accident before. I didn't know that DC doesn't come out. They're making my insurance claim terrible right now because they didn't show up to the um, to the actual scene. Yeah. So it's terrible. But so many people are a lot worse than I am. Mm-hmm. My back hurting every now and again. I think is okay. So. You know, shout out to everybody that's ever been through it. And I think I want to punch my lawyer in the eye. But that's another show mm-hmm. because nothing is progressing. Nah, you, you're trying to get that big wreck check. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> can somebody just pay my deductible? That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. Now, you got a show next week, right? Is yes, it the 14th, I do. 15th? The 14th and 15th. Um, Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited. I, I need to get some things done and taken care of. But for the most part, man, I, I'm excited, man. Uh, in the Kitchen with Cut show is is uh we're filming and it's, it's going to be a great experience and I, I can't wait till it all comes together you know uh every episode i'm going to have 
is going to feature um, a stand-up comedian or someone in the entertainment world, whether it be music or R&B or just it's going to be an extraordinary show, man. And it's going to be gonna comedy. We're going to have to find food. out if Project MC know how to cook. You yeah. think you could show him how to make some oodles and noodles? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I could show him how to chef up a little bit. Maybe he could come on. Bit. You know, yeah. he in college now. Like he got to yeah. get creative. Congratulations on that with the too, food. Man. Thank you. So, Go ahead. Yeah. But I was talking about your comedy show, not the cooking show. Oh, oh, the, the show. Um, <laughs> Are you not performing next week? Next week, what am I? No, At the firehouse. No, not the firehouse. Next week, I'm I'm doing the uh, laugh to keep from crying part three, but that's not until October. Okay. Um, and I, I probably will be doing something in September. I am no, I am performing uh, at Chapala's in Burtonsville, Maryland, on the fourteenth. That's the one I was talking. Yeah. About. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that should be fine. How can yeah. you get tickets? Um, it's, it's there's no ticket sales. You could just come to the come up to the location to the club and just be come in and enjoy yourself. So. All right. So when we come back, guys, what I need you to do right now at this very moment is log on to your Instagram, your Facebook, Google Project MC. Go ahead and follow him now, so you don't have to be so confused. You know, like. When it's time for the actual right. questions, you can call him. If y'all go to school together, if you see him turning up at any community event this weekend, the number, I mean, not this weekend, but the whole summer, the number is 703-560-8255. The number again is 703-560-8255. We are taking phone calls. You can comment below on the Facebook Live or just DM him directly. We're going to get a Snapchat and all of that when we come back. So don't you guys go anywhere. Yes, sir. Now your Cuddy controversy, you're dibbling dabbling into the anti-bullying Jane mm -hmm. so you guys will be able to talk about that absolutely I can't wait to hear what he has to say on the it's just so interesting how much the kids go through now. Right. Not to say that we didn't 15 years ago because we're not that much older, but right. I just think it's a different time. And with social media, that it's just I don't. I think I would have shot somebody by now. Yeah, like really, if I was a teenager, really out of hand. I don't think I could have made it. So my hats go off to them because they have a lot that they have to deal with. Social media does not help. So we are definitely proud that Project MC is taking being proactive opposed yeah. to reactive and doing a show. A whole show with speakers and everything about anti-bullying and we're going to talk to him to figure out you know like how to get kids to talk some kids don't feel like they can talk to their parents no, you and don't. john had that conversation earlier yeah. how he said that most most of the time the kids feel like it's easier to talk to their friends so we're going to talk about all of that and more again what i need you to do is follow him asap i am project mc so you can know what's going on you can congratulate this man you can send him off to school even though it's already been a week or so but you know <laughs> just get with the program all right He'll still take it. The number is 703-560-8255. Again, that number is 703-560-8255. Call him ASAP. We're going to get into one of his songs right now that I just downloaded, and I don't know what happened to it. But we're going to play it anyway. We're going to get into Passion Flex. <laughs> right after this. Let me find out what I did with it. We'll be right back right after this.
blood pressure, also known as hypertension, affects one in 10 Kansas Cityans, people of every age, race, and gender. The symptoms are often ignored, headache, dizziness, nausea, anxiety. Although high blood pressure is easily treatable, left unchecked, it can lead to life-threatening conditions. Get your blood pressure checked regularly, eat healthier foods, don't smoke, and stay physically active. Don't let a silent killer go unchecked. Truman Medical Centers and the Kansas City Chiefs, partners for a healthy community. Yeah. 
stretching. Power, tripping, flexing, feel it, flexing, passion, turned up, maxing. Present, just too massive. That boy funky fresh with the fashion. That boy funky fresh if you ask him. That boy when the move, pitch catch him. That boy can't be touched, pitch catch him. Hey guys, we are back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Shout out to all of the people that took time to open up a laptop and actually listen on a computer. <laughs> it's four people right now, like on a computer right now listening. So you guys are the true MVP. I don't remember the last thing I've done on my laptop except for make flyers. That's it. Yeah. Do you use a laptop? Not really. I use a, Most of the time I use a tablet or something like that. But yeah. I, I, was, I can't so remember the last time when I used a laptop. Maybe with you. Probably. Yeah. I probably made you like <laughs> look at it, but yeah. you definitely didn't use it. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. We have Project MC in the building. That was his song, Passion Flex. Yeah. yeah. This man has yeah, so yeah. much energy. Like, I need to know your <laughs> diet remedy. Yeah, you uh, do. Like, <laughs> he's checking them out, man. What, he's what super is turned it? Up. It's, it's, it's just it's just what God put in me. It's, I've always been the kind of guy, the kind of kid that just was energetic and like doing things, and it just by God manifested his way into music. And here, I, here I am now. So when did you know? Because you're young, like you're a freshman right. in college. When did you realize that you wanted to do music? I was about eight years old, and I had did a talent show with my um, best friend at the time, elementary school. And it was my first time rapping. So uh, Mothers made the song. We went and performed. It's like once I hit that stage, the lights came on, the crowd. <laughs> I was a popular kid in school. The crowd was screaming, go Marjorie. I'm like, you know what? This, I like this. This is th- I like yeah. doing this. And so at eight years old from there, I realized this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And now here at 17, almost 18 years old, I've been doing this strong, just going, grinding with God, grinding with God every day. That's a blessing, man, you know, you, man. to have that Appreciate passion you. like that. Like, uh, uh, people do, I feel like a lot of people just go with a trend and just do right, things right, just right. because they're popular. But the, the, I can really see the passion in you that yeah. you that you enjoy doing this. Appreciate you, do. sir. Thank you. You just got to keep it, keep that drive, man. Keep always, 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 always. And how did you choose to do inspirational music opposed to, like how Cuddy said, everybody's doing the same thing, the guns, the girls. Tried, Not to yeah. say that you don't mention it, but yours is definitely more inspirational and... I hate saying gospel rap because to me it's all the same thing. It's just right. the message in the music. Right. But how did you choose your message? 
Well, one is because of how I grew up. I didn't grow up with that kind of environment, so I can't talk about something that I'm not too familiar with. Right. For those who talk about it and they're familiar with it, that's cool, but I'm not the kind of guy to, I live in the suburbs and then go talk about the trap, I've, and I've never grown up in right. there at all. And plus, my parents, if my parents going to support me, they're not going to allow me to do it anyway, so I had no right. other choice. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you need, you anyway. need the bag, right? Exactly. Need the bag. I need the bag. I need the backing, so, but it, again, it was just never in me in the first place even with the kind of artists i listened to it still was just never in me no matter what or who was around doing it it was just never me to do it at all right now that's one good thing that you're just kind of staying true to yourself because right. in this industry period it's so hard to lose yourself even like on the radio side people want you to do things that you may not normally do right, or it's right. not your character but because that's what everybody else is doing yeah, you're supposed yeah. to do it so i think that it's really really dope that you are just paving your own way and, you know, just staying true to yourself. Thank you. Thank you. I heard you speak about the people that you listen to. Who are some of your music influences? Musical influences, I would say people like Kendrick Lamar, uh -huh. people like Eminem, people like T-Pain. Okay. I love T-Pain. Outkast. Um, Travis Scott. We went back with the Outkast. All, I, I noticed each individual that you named, uh, yeah. they, they're kind of like different in their own way like, right. with their style and how they perform uh, who, who, if I had to um, that's a lot I listen to a lot of music mm -hmm. and so with that I just take different influences from different people but those are just some right. J. Cole I could just some I could just name off the top of my head right. I, I got a long list but that's okay. just been freestyling okay right um, school BSU why why Bowie did you State. move away is it because you're so popular with the music that you're doing or there's, you just wanted to stay close to home there's that there was uh my family is my biggest support after God like my family has been there for all for me always they, they, mm. they give me the push that I need and so with that I could have went away but I'm such a family oriented person that it probably wouldn't have been smart for me to move away the first year so first I wanted to see what college is like. Let me get adjusted to it and then still have that family support right at home. I went to Bowie High School. Right. So Bowie stays right there. So my family, mother and father, sisters are right there helping me. So it was, it was kind of smarter for me to have that at home push that if I ever get down or anything in school, like family's right there helping me back up and get me yeah. through the four years. Mm -hmm. yeah, now, one thing that we're going to talk about during Cuddy's controversy is the anti-bullying. Okay. But one thing I want to ask is, oh, well, we talked about offline how the songs are so short. Do you have the answer on like why the songs are only two minutes now? Like I can. Two and Thirty I, seconds. I, I can answer part of that. Um, what did we do wrong? What did what did the people ten years before? Why was our music so long? See, it's it's not that. It's <laughs> to me, it's just it's a new wave of music here. It's okay. not how it was five, ten, fifteen years ago. You have. You have different things. For example, albums are getting shorter. Oh, very. Yeah, you, you had the Kanye West rollout where it was like seven songs mm -hmm. an album. And things are just being done different. You have streaming now. Yeah. Things are just being done different. And so with that, artists are finding if I make a bunch of songs, but it's only two minutes, I don't have to put in that much work and I can still get the amount of money. You see right. what I'm saying? So like, okay, it's only two minutes, but I can make a bunch of two minute songs and still get the money if I was to make a bunch of five, three, four minute songs. Right. So I've ne personally never been interested in making two minute songs. I feel like it's just too short because I'll be <laughs> I'll be enjoying it and then it just cuts off and I'll be mad. So mm -hmm. I try to make all my stuff at least three minutes, three minutes, 30 seconds. Right. But, well, that was 
the standard. It was the yeah. standard for three thirty. That was generally yeah. the standard, and anything over a minute and thirty is when you had to pay royalties because you right. you sampled too long. But it's like now, as soon as I get into the groove of a song, it's just, over. Just Little Pump is definitely infamous for doing that. Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang <laughs> was like two minutes and twelve right. seconds, and it, and, it, and it took over when it dropped. It, it did. It, it took over, it but it's, it was those two minutes would be played looped. Five, six, seven, eight times, and I it think works. Part so. of it too is um, my shout out to my brother uh, Marilyn Menace. He does music too. He he was explaining to me um, with so much music being made, yeah, like you know, um, and just the attention span. Uh, right, that's uh, also a big part uh, of it. You know, people's attention span goes quick, so Very. you gotta keep you, you if you're pushing out a lot of music, you got you just gotta do two minutes and then go go off to the next one because yeah. it's like a song is hot today, but then next week it's old. Yeah, when, pretty much, very right? True. Very true. It doesn't. <clears throat> old school music is like something that came out in 2016 at this point, right. <laughs> which is that's not a, even very true. It's not even old school technically, but that's what they consider a song to be old, and it just came out two years ago. Yeah, waves, waves in music industry they pass by so so fast. One minute it's this thing, next minute it's the next thing, and you just got to be able to catch up and just hold your own in it, no matter what. Yeah, it was so crazy how it is. It's I think. I think for the most part, um, the millennials took over in a way that no other generation did. Nah. Like when it comes yeah. from technology, the way you guys changed music up, the, mm-hmm. you know, everything is just so different for it to be 15 years ago or right. not even right. that long ago for right. them to have that much of an impact on culture period well I always say Americans have no culture but you know the (laughs) hip hop culture um, influences everything yeah (laughs) it is the way of life right how is your how your writing techniques like you know what do you what's your process when you're making a song and when you write for me the process is actually very backwards most artists they develop a song like write it down and then get a beat for me I oftentimes do it opposite since I produce my own beats now, uh-huh. I'll be in a studio cooking something up, and then however, I'm however whatever is coming to my mind as it relates to the beat, how I'm feeling on yeah, the inside, yeah. it's just like if it's something of substance, like okay, let me let me go ahead and just jot this down, and right. I just start crafting songs. So I do my process very very backwards, but it works for nah, me. No, I think that's dope because I, I actually, um, you know, I did music a while back, and I, I used to go right. through the same process too. Right. Like I have to hear the beat. Yeah. And then like how whatever, does it make you feel, it makes yeah. you feel yeah. and all that. So it's just like you the creativity starts to come just out of nowhere. Right. Now like, and then, and then sometimes like a song does just come to me and I write it down. Yeah. But for the majority of the time it's me listening to a beat I just produce, okay, I'm liking this. What's 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 it feel like? Is it like a a, a banging joint or something yeah. like I gotta get serious to talk about something? Yeah. Like what what's what's it gonna call out to me to talk about? And that's tight that you make your own beats too. Like, did you did you start off just making beats? Nah, before? nah. As, at first, I was just at first I was just a performer. <laughs> Mother used to ghostwrite everything. For me. <laughs> I was just a performer at like eight years old, yeah. and then came around the age of about 13, 14, and started making my own stuff. And then about two years ago, my father brought me um, my own studio kit, and so from there, my producer I was working with, he had the same version of it. So I worked with him to try to learn some things, and then finally. Was able to start cranking out my own beats, and now I'm enjoying it. I yeah, <laughs> love it yeah. so much. <laughs> so when we come back, we have to talk about Macredo. Is that how you pronounce it? 
how do you pronounce the fashion line? Michael Cradle Collection. Michael Cradle Michael, Collection. It's his nice MCC. Michael Cradle <laughs> Collection, people. We're going to talk about the fashion. Cuddy um, complimented his dad's jacket when he came in. So we're going to talk about the fashion. How did you get yeah. the pink hair? Where did the clothes come from? Let's, let's get All let's of get that into and more. It. Before we get into the headlines as well as the Cuddy's controversy when we come back, why don't you introduce your song, Let Me Love You? So this next song right here is called Let Me Love You, featuring a very good friend of mine, Bowie High School, also Shantae Leslie. Shout out to Shantae. And this song right here is basically talking about not having such a, a cold heart of not forgiving and hatred. It's about letting open up your heart to the world and let people love you and in the same give out love because you don't want to live such a life with no love. That's, that's such a cold life to live and it's much more mm-hmm. the life to embrace when you have love inside your heart. So just let wow. people love you and love other people. When I peek out the window, what I hope for when I peep all my kinfolk. 
cry silent. War in the balance. Feel the cockpit, so love is the pilot. Love is the key to everything and anything and many things. Represented by wedding rings. Represented by helping others through the pain. And represented by God who does all things. Hey, this is Rona, and you're tuned in to Misunderstood on Consider This. Join that just my okay. Joint right there. That's a classic. All right, guys. <laughs> that was a classic. <laughs> we are outcast back. right there. I was zoning. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was he was definitely somewhere. <laughs> That's a classic outcast right there. Yeah, you guys are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I am your girl, Misunderstood, and I am Cuddy Webster, the Extraordinaire. I thought you was going to be Andre 3000 for a second. Like you had to think about it. I was going to rap that joint. Man. Oh, okay. That joint took me back right there. That's You was a young buck when that came out. <laughs> I don't even Another. think he was born when that came. No, he wasn't born. Probably, I think he was born. He's 17, so. No, he? don't do it. It's wrong. Ah. That joint came out like 94. He was not born. Ah. Maybe thought about, but not what? born. I probably oh, wasn't even thought man, about I'm yet. Getting old, man. Yeah, I'm I wasn't thought about yet. Thought about in '94. Nope, nope. Well, I wasn't thought about yet, man. What? You wasn't even thought of. You wasn't even thought of, man. Cause you, man. You said you like outcast. You wasn't even born when that joint came. I mean, you gotta man. go back. That's gotta go how. Back and study. That's how you know how yeah. stuff is timeless. Mm, like mm, you know. That yeah, you're right. It is timeless. A lot of stuff is just like that. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, Damani Tiasan. Like, well, I mean, that's a hip hop family, but Tupac is one of his b- biggest out influences, and he weren't, he wasn't born. Right. So I just think some people have that touch. Right. Where you know, maybe he twenty, thirty back. years. Like my son, he's the same. Oh thing. yeah, like Tupac too. He like Tupac too. Like he's that's his favorite rapper. He was. He wasn't even thought of. <laughs> he really wasn't thought of back when, when I was listening to Tupac. So, you know, yeah. So your fashion. Yes. What? Like, okay, eight years <laughs> old, you got on the stage. You knew this is where you wanted to be. But when did you come into your own, like fashion-wise? Well, fashion has always been something that ran in my family. My parents are fashion designers. So with the... Uh-oh, this, we got a call. Let me get it while ooh, I can, okay? Ooh, call. Incoming call. <laughs> okay, look. It's 
If they are listening, do not hang up if I jack this up. Caller, you're live on the radio. <laughs> oh, wait. That's right. Can't hear them. <laughs> can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay. Y'all got to put the headphones okay. on. Okay. So, the caller is on the air. How are you doing today? I'm great. How about you, too? I'm doing good. <laughs> um, are you calling to speak to Project? He's laughing, so I think he knows this voice. <laughs> oh, I know who this is. Okay. She hit me and was like, is it lame if I call in? I was like, nah, go ahead, call in. <laughs> go ahead, call in. Let's make this fun. Is this Bria? Yeah, it's Bria. Hi, Bria! <laughs> hi, Bria! Hi, hi, How are you? Thanks so much for calling in. You really care about me. I appreciate it, man. I really do. I had the support. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> you got to keep it up, Bria. Are you a fellow, um, what is a bulldog? What's Bowie? Bulldogs. Yeah. Bulldogs. Are you a fellow bulldog too? No, actually, I'm not. Um, I'm actually down all the way in Atlanta. I'm from the DMV though. Okay. Know. We went to middle school together. Kim Moore Middle yeah. School. Shout out to Kim Moore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, do you have anything you want to say to Project MC? Yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of grew up together and I've seen him just progress so much as an artist. But I kind of always wanted to ask him, like, you know, how do you do it? How do you always be so unashamedly you? Like, no matter what, mm-hmm. you're always yourself in every situation. Well, Bree, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's about to be a good one when I say, well, Bree. Well, Bree, um, to me, it's just, it's just, you got to. You got to come to a realization that God made you a specific way for a certain reason. And so with knowing that, I'm sorry, with knowing that, you just got to understand that I am who I am. God knows me to be this way. He made me this way. He knew I was going to be this way before I even was a thought in this world. And so with that, you just got to embrace it to the fullest and knowing that if God made you a certain way, you can't you can't change that. He God knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for his people. So with that being said, right, right. just live in your truth. I always preach that. It's one of the songs I got today. Is always preach living in your truth, no matter who's looking, no matter who might try to make you feel ashamed of what you're doing. Just live in your truth and be who you are. You know who you are at your heart. You can't try to change it. You, no matter if you try to run from it, you're always gonna be who you are. So just embrace it to the fullest. You get one life. Why live it? Why not live it the best life that you can live it mm-hmm. while you're still here? Yeah. So thank you, Bree, for calling in. Anything <clears throat> you want to say about his fashion? He's talking about how fashionable he is. Middle school. Was he rocking pink hair in middle school? <laughs> no, he was, he was rocking these little bow wow braids. Hey, what are we not going to do? Is Where the pictures at, Bree? Where the pictures Bree, don't you send no pictures, Bree. Tag me on don't the pictures. Do don't do it, Bree. Don't do it. I'm a snitch. I'm going to tell your mother I'm a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank you so much, though, for calling in. Hopefully, you can check out the rest of the show. We're going to be talking about this anti-bullying show that's coming up soon. So, hopefully, you'll be able to still tune in to listen to that, okay? Definitely. All right. Definitely. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Bree. Love Thanks you. Thanks for calling in, Bree. Bye. Love you. So, I think that's really dope. Um, when, when Cuddy first started, he had a lot of, you know, his family and friends calling in and support him. And I always think that's dope. When you do have other people supporting you, right. it's kind of a way to keep going. Like right. you said, you know, you already, yeah, you already have yeah. your parents and stuff like that. But when things get crazy, and it can because that's the way life works, it's always good to be able to fall back on people. How right, she right. said, you know, 
She's always known you to be this way. So I think that that's dope. But back to the fashion. So you were explaining <laughs> your fashion sense. And we have to love it. Everybody has to notice you. Do you be in Walmart and people just think that you're somebody? <laughs> it's it's crazy. I could just be in Walmart and Target, just walking anywhere. And me and my mother, my mother is very observant of surroundings so we just walking she was like that lady been staring at you since you walked in i'm like i know because i because the hair the the fashion the way we dress is it's just who we are and it attracts so much attention but like i was saying my parents are fashion designers and so with that my mother always dressed my uh, two oldest sisters and so when i got into elementary and middle she would dress me and so fashion has just always been something that that was in our household because it came from the principal that embrace who you are and a principal another principal i live by dare to be different to make a difference and so i treat that with i take that with everything i do music fashion i'm going if i'm going to do something i'm gonna do it my way and i'm gonna stand out from the rest whether it's music whether yeah. it's fashion whether it's school whatever it is do something different to stand out and make a name for yourself and be successful so yeah that's, like, that's fashion like for perspective. us I, I think that's dope for you to be so young with that mindset, you know what I'm saying? You you're gonna be successful. But your dad is rocking his jacket. I love yeah. it, man. Let me come come here, man. Come here, pops. Let me see this. Let me he see this jacket. He, he, he ain't gotta talk, so but I just the, wanna show is the, the world. Is the line his your line or is it your family's it's, it's, line? He well he's my father's the CEO of it. Okay. But it's, as we it's, can see. It's it's a family line, it's a collaborative effort from okay. my father, me, my mother, and sometimes my sister is my my little niece. If she, if she wanna do things, it's just a collaborative effort. Michael Cradle Collection. I got I'm sorry, I gotta plug this in. You have to <laughs> Because he going he going to. he going to make me walk home if I don't plug you it in. Plug it. The Michael the Michael Cradle collection. You see this nice end with the two C's under it but it look like eyes because that's the idea. Yeah. The Michael Cradle collection on Instagram. The Michael Cradle collection C R E D L E. That's Cradle. The Michael Cradle collection on Instagram, Facebook, Google if you got to all that good stuff. Get your stuff today. Get it now. And I like that that's the only thing that you wear. Because I, I don't think I've ever seen you in anything else. Because I've been to a couple of Queen shows and you right. had on the clothes. Right. I've been stalking your Instagram lately to come up with good questions. <laughs> and then in all your performances, you have on the clothes. So do you not wear anything else? Um, I do sometimes, but 99.9% of the time, you'll see me in something with some MCC on it. Right. Or if it doesn't have MCC on it and it looks customized, it's still by the Michael Creative Collection. Mm -hmm. So it's very rare that you catch me in just like some plain other clothes that's not Michael Crater Collection. I do have it, but I try to rock the family brand because it's not just my family. It's me, a part of it. So right. I'm, I'm helping myself, helping my family. Got to rock it every time I, I can. Do, I want to do that myself eventually, man. You know, I, I, love, brand? I, I like fashion. You know what I'm saying? And I right. always thought about, like, you know, having my own shirts and maybe pants or something like that. Do it, brother. And do then, it. You know what I'm saying? Going off into my, like, I love style. Like, I love clothes. I and feel you. Being, do like, it. Like, standing out. being Because I don't, you know, everybody wears Jordans. Like, right, I never right. was a Jordan. Like, I had never. some. I, I had I, a couple I of never pair. had a, I had one pair, and they were given it, to me. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I try to wear, like, different stuff. Like, right, right. when everybody wears the same stuff, I'm like, you know, it's, there's no yeah. identity in it. So, oh, it's like. A pet peeve for me, literally. It's walking into a place and seeing somebody with a, something else that I have on at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was walking the other day and I had on these Adidas, right? I was like, all right, these are nice Adidas. So I'm gonna go ahead and still get them. Man, I seen somebody had on the same pair, and then I seen somebody else had the pair on. I was <laughs> like, oh no, never again. Mm -hmm. Can't can't do it. Can't do it. I always considered myself the weirdo. Like I got best dressed in high school, but I think it was only because I 
just wore whatever I wanted to win. I like, got robbed for that in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they robbed me. <laughs> yeah. You probably I don't know why you didn't get it. They gave me most what what did I get? Most outgoing because I'm a fun person, but mm-hmm. they robbed me a best dress. I yeah. ain't like that, buoy. We want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm calling y'all out, man. I got some things to address. I'm about to shoot y'all. I'm about to shoot y'all a diss track about not giving me best dress. I got to coming out tonight. Now, look, your musical performance is everything. <laughs> I don't care if it's two people in a crowd, three people in a crowd, one person in a crowd. You give a show. Thank is, you, does thank that you. have to go against like what your personality is as well, or it got to be your personality? I just answer my own question. Well, <laughs> it's it's kind of embedded in me to do stuff like that. When I was a little kid, I was always imitate my uh, pastor yelling into a microphone, kicking my leg up on a or a stool or something, imitating him. And then it was just like, I'm, again, I'm not a boring person, so mm-hmm. I'm not the type to just be on stage and just walking talking with the song because that's not to me that's not entertaining and to a lot of people it's not entertaining so every time i'm performing i want to i want to make you feel the music and not just hear it right so that's why i give my all everybody. in everybody oh, like oh yeah you, oh yeah and you always I love find you a good time. woman too i was watching them videos you always they find think, you people don't like, think i'm 17 <laughs> but people really be thinking i'm like 20 something no i'll be 18 in september virgo no i'm only 17 you always find you one i was looking they find you. Like, they find me. Getting it in. I'm telling you, they find me. I'm telling you, they find me. They praying on me. I'm trying to tell yeah, you. you know that's that's crazy. That, um, you know we're talking about the performances when you're performing. Like I notice so many, you know, artists they 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 got a passion for music, but they don't perform. And right. it's just like they just love making. They it. they just like making the music, but it's just like they're on stage and they want. They're looking down. They, they, it's like they too cool to you yeah. know dance and it's and, I, and I'm, I'm happy. To see that, you know what I'm saying, the younger crowd, the younger generation is coming out, bringing the dance back oh, to yeah. hip-hop. And, you know, it's you know it's just being, you know, free in who you are, right, you know right, what I'm saying, right. and just enjoying the music and getting lost in it. So I I, I I like that. And for some people, it's it's like if you're not the type to be jumping all around, that's fine, but at least still make it somewhat entertaining for your audience. Right. Because right. some, maybe some people just enjoy you walking back and forth and just talking to the mic with no facial expression but throw a crack a smile for right. for the fans though do some hand get your rapper hands in order <laughs> do yeah, something yeah, like yeah, yeah. like but but some but to just stand there and just sing the song and or let the song sing by itself right. now that's that's not i can't do that because yeah. people know me to be an energetic fun person it shows my music shows my personality so it definitely has to show on stage for me and yeah. i think that that's probably why you get so many shows though too because people already know they're going <laughs> to get a performance no matter how up. many in the crowd my yep. father always says my mother and father no matter how many are in the crowd always give your best because you never know who could be watching you never know what opportunity what blessing could come from it so that's why with everything i do i put my all into it no matter what yep and let's go ahead and talk about show money show since we're talking <laughs> about shows Mish money yes oh sh money what was the o in there it was. A, I didn't. I didn't put the O. Selling. I didn't put the O. It's just supposed to say S H M. Now I would have said money without the O, <laughs> but it's the O in here, which is why I said show money. I thought, it's it's okay. said, I thought it said show money too. Thank I you. Thought it was show money too. I was about to say we talking about the money I get from shows now. We discussing that here. <laughs> no. really? we, we were really that information on the radio. Really? <laughs> oh wow, this is different. I never had this before. <laughs> So, Shmoney Show. What is the song about? Go ahead and introduce it. We're going to get into it now. Shmoney is talking about black entrepreneurship, and it's talking about not being a worker 
all your life and actually deciding to do something with whatever gift, whatever passion, whatever talent you have, make a living off of it. If you're gonna do exactly. if you're gonna do something for the rest of your life, why not do something you enjoy? See me, I never I never saw myself having like an actual job. To this day I've never had a summer job, anything like that. For me it's always been music, hosting, producing, uh, event, uh, motivational speaking, entertaining. That's always been what has helped me. And so for that, I'm just, I was just like, you know, I got to make this song. Cause plus the beat, it was like the beat had like a, a bad boy, mm-hmm. bad boy feel to it. So I was like, okay, shmoney, let's, let's let's go with that. Let's go, let's go with shmoney. <laughs> so again, it's just talking about black entrepreneurship, getting yourself a bag, working Uh-oh, for yourself. Well, we call. Let's take the call. Oh, another caller. I don't know who this person is. So who this who this caller? We can't hear. Hi, you're tuning to Consider This Radio Live on the air. You have Project MC, Cuddy Webster, Extraordinary and Misunderstood. How are you? How y'all doing? We're going good. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Yeah. Who are we speaking? What's happening with y'all? Nothing. Just living, doing the show. That's blessed. It. Just living, man. <laughs> who, are we, who are we speaking to? This is the one and only DMV's own Nicholas Wilder. Very good friend. Hey, my boy, Nico! <laughs> Came through with the clutch. What's good, Nico? How you doing, man? What's happening with you, my boy? Man, you sounded like you was about 30. I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't know who this call is. I don't know who I'm supposed to call me. How you doing, man? You Gucci? You good? Man, I'm doing, man. You know how I'm always doing, man. <laughs> I just came to support you, my boy. Hey man, I, I appreciate you, man. Since meeting you, you've been like a real, a real good friend, a real brother. So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate that. Man, likewise, likewise. And I just want to say this for everybody. You know, I've never met anybody like Project MC when it just being such a genuine person, a genuine friend, an incredible performer. I mean, he's not like anybody I know, and I one hundred percent support this man and everything that he does man truthfully hey man i appreciate much love brother appreciate that from you man much love thank you for calling in thank you all right thank you all right all right, so back to the song. Introduce your song. Oh yeah, so (laughs) so again, just a little overview: shmoney, black entrepreneurship, getting your own money, not being a worker all your life, a worker all your life. Go out and just make your own living on your own, man. Do what you gotta do. Don't need a trans 
so incredible but nothing comes in a dash Tell me would you rather work together or clash We gon' be your bank kid, count stacks for the stash Just get up in your bag. Work hard, play hard, go collect the cash. Get that shmoney, shmoney. Go and get that shmoney, shmoney. Go and get that shmoney, that shmoney. Go and get that shmoney, that shmoney. Go and get that. The money turn a man into a monster. The money take your noodles, get your lobster. The money have a hood, I'm talking proper. Money had you going crazy, talking to them dollars. Don't you wish wealthy fits best. Everybody, this is Mike Williams. You're listening to Consider This. Listening to the music that you want to hear, not the music that you got. And I get an amen. Yay! Yay! guys we are back you are tuned in to consider this radio only on webr radio fairfax i am your girl miss understood and i am stand-up comedian cuddy webster the extraordinaire and you might as well introduce yourself and i'm project <laughs> mc guys <laughs> so this is your boy project mc i am project mc all social media follow me check me out let's have some fun and before we get into the um, Cuddy controversy, I do want to talk about some of the headlines right now and get your take on it. Okay. As we all know, we lost, uh, I've always thought this guy was dope, Mac Miller. Mac Miller was one of my favorite artists, still is. I, I love Mac Miller. So when I saw that news on Twitter, as I saw the news got to me, I was devastated because I was like, So this... let me feel Cuddy in because he does not read the blogs, okay? Oh, Mac man. Miller, the rapper. Oh, you heard about that? Yeah, I found out. Shout out to Twin. I actually, <laughs> I actually found out this morning, and I and I and I didn't think that he died. I just thought that he had an overdose. 
um, because I know I was following his story a while back because, you know, he used to date Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how, you know, um, his life and his his addiction that he was going through was starting to take a toll on her life. So, but I didn't know that he I didn't, that he passed away. Mm -hmm. He actually passed away, and it's sad because I think one of his very last Instagram lives was. It's almost eerie how when you see the videos, and even like with um, X Extension, whatever I can't. X X So even like with his last video was a little eerie too because he was talking about death a little bit, and then Matt kind of did the same thing with the song he put up. I think it was a song that they was playing. And, like, it just showed the record player and then the song mentioned death. And that was, like, the last post he put up. But these drugs, like, I know you don't partake. But what do you feel about when you have maybe people that you know, celebrities when they're gone? Like, what are, what, I don't even know. I'm at a loss for words right now just to think that we all go through things, right? And for whatever reason, None of that stuff just ever been my thing. Never smoked. I drink right. probably once every five years. It's just not <laughs> something that I do. Right. It was never something for me, probably because I'm a control freak. So, you know, if you're intoxicated or something, you lose control. And right. you don't know what you're going to do. And that scares me. That's like an anxiety of mine. So I never did it. But I never understood why you avoid to to deal with what you don't want to deal with, then you go and do that. Now, I may eat too much chocolate, but, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to overdose on a Snickers bar. But for him, it's just like, what were you, you really felt that alone, that well, you didn't have? Well, what I'll say is that I've I've never done drugs or did anything, but I do know I have many friends who have went through that sort of thing, depression, suicidal thoughts, and what it really is is sometimes you get in such a low state that you you feel like there's no there's no way out and that there's no happiness on the right. other side and so you look for ways to try to fix that and whether it's by addressing the problem and if that doesn't work you just feel like you're hopeless and so oftentimes they turn to drugs and so I will say is that because drugs are is something that probably will always be done what I'll say is that even though I am an advocate for saying no to drugs I also say that if you are going to do them anyways do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Do don't know what you're doing, and again, that's and that's a key, a vital part in it, in knowing what you're doing. Because if not, you have situations like these where you can overdose, and now not only are you are you being affected, now your loved ones are affected because they have to make funeral arrangements for yeah. something that that could have been avoided if one was just a little bit more knowledgeable of what they were doing. I think so many people do that. They just put stuff in their bodies without doing the research. And, and that, that's, They just, yeah. just fall along with, I guess, you know, the peer pressure and, you know. Don't ask questions. Yeah, what's this? Don't ask questions about it. They just yeah, so dive right in. And unfortunately for uh, Mac Miller, that it took his life. And um, send my condolences to his family and, and his supporters and those who love him. Indeed. Prayers. <clears throat> and, and anybody's family that I got to figure out how I want to do this because for, you know, in what, no, October or November, you got mental health week. But then it's a whole month, I think, in May. And I got to figure out, like, how we can make a large impact on that. Because, um, like, I have my mother's journals. My mom passed away. And I recently 
got her journals. I haven't gotten through all of them. But to even see like how she was sad, I get sad at times. So it's something that everybody faces. It's just how you deal with right. it. Right. Some people are so, stronger than the others. So they right. don't have to resort to such things. Others, not so much. So they right. need some type of uplifting, some type of comfort in whatever they find. Right. And I definitely want to... Um, I got to do something about that, especially for the month of, I think it's May. The month is May, but I think the week is coming up. And um, we're going to do PSAs for that. Like, I want people that have any mental health issue, and we all do. Again, it's just how you deal with it. Some people have their family like you. Some people have comedy as an outlet. Mm -hmm. Some people may eat Snickers bars like me. (laughs) But um, (laughs) as you can see, my thighs are paying for it. But we all have, like, the ways that we deal with it. And I think it's just important to let people know that they're one, not alone. Mm -hmm. And J. Cole's tweet even said that. If you feel like you need drugs or you need somebody to talk to, call me. He even tweeted that information out because it's just getting out of control. And it's just sad that people feel like they don't have that person. And I'm sure you can find somebody. You can find at least one person you know to help you mend that heart now i know right. you performed for um the something in the street the police thing be, be the street the street okay streets, right so then i'm assuming that your ideology of community and police is one thing because you have a relationship with them right. but what do you think about the overall for the people that don't have relationships with them about the the police brutality there was a gentleman recently in let me see if it was San Francisco or where he was at. The officer walked into this man's Dallas. Heard, I'm sorry. Heard, so the cop it. walked into his house <laughs> and killed him thinking he was going to another apartment, which is really weird because even if you, let's just say you opened the wrong door. I know on my floor, this is why I be thanking God every time I go in there because I look at my neighbors and none of them don't got furniture. I'm confused <laughs> on what's going on on my floor. But even yesterday, I yelled and told my daughter, I said, girl, we got to thank God because nobody on our floor got furniture. <laughs> so when you walk through the door, you have to know that that's your place. Like, yeah. even though everything can look the same, especially with these new developments, all of these developments look the same, right? But at the very least, if I was to walk in somebody else's house, I'm definitely going to know that ain't mine, okay? Right. Especially on my floor because none of them got furniture so i don't even know how they even got that far <laughs> in regards to him dying like well what i'll say to the, your um, first question um my mother was an officer my uncle was a detective another uncle was a detective so my image of the police isn't necessarily the image of everyone else's i have a pretty good image of the police that have been in my life that I've dealt with. But I understand where the hatred comes from. It comes from a lot of times, more often than not, when you have these police who brutalize African-Americans, us African-Americans, and then get away with it. And it's like, one, it's, it's always been like that. It's just now social media. You can right. see more of it. because right. it's, it's not like going to increase or anything. If so, not that much. It's always been like that. But... Um, how, how do how do I want to say this? Gotta really think here. Gotta, <laughs> gotta really think here. I think that. Well, I'll say this while you're thinking. So when I was younger, the police used to walk the streets. Right. Okay. And I lived in probably all of the terrible neighborhoods in D.C. from Sersum Quarters to Garfield. But they used to walk, and I think I think it's a difference now because they patrol from inside for for the most part. Right. You know, um, Bowser or was it Fenty? I forgot which mayor changed it where they 
got on the bikes now and, and got on the scooters, but they're still not personable. But it was a time like where, especially in certain quarters, you you knew who the police was because they would they would say something to you. That's they may play to say. with you. Or on Galveston, and I lived on Galveston, or when I was in Southview too, you knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was not that the 80s was terrible. I mean, that was Reaganomics. Crack was ridiculous. So it didn't make it any better per se. Right. <laughs> but I think the relationship or the dynamic between the police right, was different. Right. The violence was even worse. Yeah. Late 80s, early 90s, it was terrible. Okay, You couldn't walk down the street without hoping you didn't get shot. But I think the community and police relationship was different. And I think now, because, again, some people raise the question, they don't live in the neighborhood, so they don't know the people. They police from the car. They don't get out. When you speak to them, they got an attitude. So we get it, right? That's true. But I just think that you do got to look at it both ways because shout out to MPD. They came and they cooked for us at our back to school jam. They come for the they came for the pumpkin patch and cooked. So I have a give or take with the police. And I don't think they're supposed to do anything more because I'm always one of those people that hold community. I like to hold people accountable and I don't mind being held accountable, too. But I think the community has to do more with their policing as well as the police because I mean true. you have more community members especially in the projects you have more people in the projects than you would police that's going to come to that area so I just think that we have to do more too we have to hold ourselves accountable yeah, for this quote unquote no snitching okay and then you're not going to tell or you hear your neighbor getting beat up but you don't call it in you just talk about them instead of helping right. opposed to blaming the police for everything because they can't do everything I do think they could do more in regards to the relationship but they can't police where we live if we don't even police where we live That's last true. note I watch Crime Watch daily because I'm always watching these crime <laughs> shows right so <laughs> I was you love it too I love it I'm addicted my daughter thinking something wrong with me she's like you need to cut it off Um, but especially with my back and stuff so I've been in the house and one thing that I noticed with that show is majority of the black crimes are not solved but they mm. always solve and I can't say Latino because on Crime Watch, it's only black or white people that's getting killed. I ain't seen a Latino person yet, and I probably threw 50 videos at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so all most of the white crimes are, um, they solve them. But the black crimes is like, oh, it's been 10 years, and we still don't know who the victim is. But a lot of that, again, goes back to policing your own community. Yeah. My daughter hated because... We heard gunshot. I called the police. She said, why are you calling the police? Because I don't know what just happened. And I don't want nothing coming through my window, you know, coming in through me. If I see something, I'm going to say something. Snitching is if me and Cuddy go out to the bank, I agree to rob the bank with him, but then we get caught not telling him. That's snitching. Snitching is not if I hear my neighbor or if I see my neighbor getting beat and I called it. That's That's, not snitching because I had nothing to do with that crime. Snitching is only when you're involved. And I think we got to really, really, really move away from that. And also, not only blaming the police because black on black crime is twice as much as police brutality. That's a whole nother show for a different conversation. But I think we really need to worry about that part too. But in regards to that police officer, I don't know what happened in that apartment. That's just the Wouldn't you know where you lived? Even if you thought yeah. the door was different mm-hmm. when you went in, wouldn't you know that's not your house? Mm-hmm. I know my house, by the way, it smells. So. <laughs> and, my, and to me, that was premeditated. I think so too, it's, right? It's because you know, like you said, you know where your house is. And if you, nah. And then plus it came out that they had relations with each other prior and then they, he left her. So. I'm going to say it was premeditated. I don't think it was just she walked into the wrong house. 
Right. But that, that's just me. That's that's just me. That's just me. And they said that he was involved in the community. You know, he was a young professional. Right. Don't have a criminal record. And why did I, I don't understand why people shoot to kill. I can understand you being nervous, right? And if I'm scared, ooh, I'm going to shoot you and, once. And, but I'm not going to shoot and, you 20 times. And that's another thing that that uh that you see that black people who have a problem with the police is that you can well, a police can try to detain a white person and and it, they could be wilding like going crazy and they don't shoot to kill right. they'll they'll tase them if anything the their last resort might be to shoot and if if so it's not somewhere vital like the heart or the head but when it comes to a black person the first thing they do is shoot for the heart or shoot for somewhere vital where it's like an instant death that's mm-hmm. another problem right there, mm-hmm. where it's like you're treating white people different from black people. If, if, if it's going to be equal rights, then me equal, then don't treat one better than the other. If you're going to police, police the same all across the board. Right, because they did just show recently that this guy was on top of the police car and he was stepping on it, broke the lights, bust out the window. They didn't even shoot him. They, let, they watched him tear up what, the police what, what car. What color was he? He was Caucasian. And um, he walked and he got away. He I just left. The, I just think the training, even down to the police training, has to be different. It is. You know, because... Um, it's not thorough enough. It, is, it definitely isn't. And it's like you said, the, the gun is the first resort. You give a scared well, person yeah. a gun, they're going to shoot immediately. Exactly. I, I don't think it should be anybody scary. And I think, I think you know, with all of this in regards to, oh, the police killing us, nobody's really talks about us killing us too much. I think people in the community should be more officers than not. Like, uh, you know, F-12, F-12, we got all this. Well, why don't you become 12 and make 12 different since you have an issue with it? Especially when you're in the hood, they make decent money, especially D.C. They send you to college for free. Like, you know, it would be ideal since you have all of these issues. Why don't you go in there and make it different opposed to constantly being a part of the problem? Because I don't I don't know. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the anti-bullying campaign. You have a big project coming up. Yes. Um, yes, You have a rack of guests. We (laughs) talk about all the guests and more. When we come back, um, are you excited? I'm very excited. For me, anti-bullying is a issue, a big issue for me, because I know people who have been through it. I know people who have been severely hurt by it. So for me, it's, and I know a lot of youth, a lot of people from from high school, from when I left, the, um, but the year before me. So I know a lot of people who have been through it. So for me, it was just a big deal to do something about it and take a stance for it. All right, so we're going to talk about how exactly you got started. Where can they, where is the event? Can people still perform at the event? We're going to talk about that and so much more when we come back. Um, until then, let's get into this throwback really quickly. This song is four minutes, so it may be too long for you, but we're going to see. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Roll out. Only on consideration. Hey. Right <laughs> Diamond 
Where'd you get that matching beans with them windows tint? Who them girls you be with when you be riding through? Man, I ain't got nothing to prove. I paid my dues. Breaking the rules and shake fools while I'm taking the crew. Tell me who's your man and how do you smoke so good? You's a superstar, boy. Why you still up in the hood? What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? A couple of cans of whoop. You did a good job of just eyeing me, spying me. I got my Money to the ceiling, and the bigger the, the bigger the pillin', the better I'm feeling. The more that I'm chilling, willing, drilling, and killing the Who's that naked cook fixing three coast meals? Getting goosebumps when a body taps the six inch heel. What in the world is in that room? What you got in that room? A couple of Yo, what's going on? Representing Philly, SKE Records. This the boss man. Cue the question, and you tuned in to Radio on Fire. guys we are back you are tuning to consider this radio only on webr radio fairfax i am your girl misunderstood and i am cutty webster the extraordinaire and i'm project mc guys project mc man I, I was actually looking at your um instagram and i was checking out you got some of these uh, anti-bullying um building self-esteem right right and all that could you talk about that so yeah so the anti-bullying event 
anti-bullying back to school music explosion what it encompasses <clears throat> is basically helping build the self-esteem self-confidence of the youth because it's been a lot of cases over the recent years where kids were uh take their life mm -hmm. due to bullying and so with that being said i just took it upon myself to do an event where to help take a stance against bullying not just building conf um, confidence self-esteem but learning how to combat it right. and uh, do sorts of things those kind of things so with that i got a rack of performers and speakers i reached out to some good friends and some reached out to me and so it's a free event I gotta say that because people love free stuff, so I gotta say that. <laughs> Three to six p.m. Fifty one ten Nanny Helen Barrels Avenue Northeast D.C. House of Praise Church. Come out, have a good time. Bring your kids, grandkids, nephews, nieces, everyone. Good for the whole family. Go have some fun. You know, man, it's, with with the bullying, uh, I think for one, I would like to say with the anti-bullying and what you're doing, I think that's big, man. And um, thank you, sir. Thank you know, you. shout out to you and your whole campaign for that. But it's just like you know. Growing up, like, I really see how it has really bullying in. Because when I was growing up as a kid, like, you know, we would, I'd get with my friends and we'd right. join on each other, snap on each other. And, like, you know. Yeah, and, tougher and, skin. And, yeah. and, and it wasn't that, it, it didn't get that bad. But it's just like now um, with, you know, the I guess it's, they call it cyberbullying, where mm -hmm. the people, they do it online and people really, like, get depressed about it. And it, it really affects, I didn't know that it really affected people the way that it does. And. Um, to see people taking their lives, committing suicide, and um, just over, you know, the I guess shaming one another, and it's it's just it's and getting I out think of hand. More importantly, it's like the climate has changed. Period. In regards to sensitivity, it seems like We're everybody is uber sensitive about everything. Very sensitive time living. Yeah, some things you don't like. You said Jonan was a part of the plan. You didn't right. come back and shoot the school up because somebody said something about your mother per se. You know what I'm saying? Jonan was part as, of the culture. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's really interesting now how, and I think for the for us, the older generation, right? We can't keep talking about how what we didn't do. Because right. I do that all the time with my daughter. I'm like, this is stupid. What are you doing? Why are you upset? <laughs> I don't understand. It's just the dumbest thing. But sometimes when I'm actually being conscious, I need to back out myself and realize that it's just different, right? right? You know, like, we can't keep talking about what happened with us because clearly it's a problem for y'all. Like, right. Jonan is something that you guys don't want to do, even though that was something that we did at the lunch table, at the yeah. house. The funnest a, thing ever. At a, at a <laughs> the funnest thing ever. Joan, you know what I'm saying? It's just every simple. Day. I mean, when I, I mean, I'm a comedian, so, like, that was just part of what, that was just a part of me and what we did. Right. And, like, like Especially even, when it's with close friends, it's it, like it's all right. out of fun. Exactly, and my friends would snap on me, and and I would laugh. I would. Yeah. I, I mean, some of it would sting, but like <laughs> you know what I mean. If if it was true or whatever, but it's just like it was just. I felt like it was just a part of the culture. Like we just, you know what I'm saying. We 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 young, we funning, and we just we snapping on each other, and it's, right. it was all out of love. But and that's why I think it's important for you guys to stand up and be able to be the forefront of the things that we don't understand because again to us it's just Jonah. Right. Now I'm I'm always like a partner with the underdog. I had a girl in school, I'll never forget her name is Beth. She had red hair. People used to Jonah her all the time, but it always bothered her. 
So I didn't like when it kind of got physical, maybe like somebody pushed her in a hallway. To me, that's what bullying was. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jonan, her shoes were dirty. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) They were dirty. Her hair wasn't combed. So some of that stuff was actually funny. But when they got to the point, like when they might push Beth or something, I would step in because I didn't think that that was cool. I don't think it should have to turn into like the hand-to-hand violence, but I do think that you guys have to step up and let us know as the older people, like, why why is this bothering you? Why is Jonan so sensitive? Why, you know, why can't people talk about you without you wanting to shoot somebody or beat them up? Yeah. So I think it's important um, with the explosion with what you're doing so you can have, because I've seen a lot of, you had a lot of youngins on your, um, yeah. on the platform that would be speaking that day, and I think that's important because we can't tell you how to feel. We can't right. tell. We don't have the answers for you. We don't. 30-year-olds, just shut up because we don't. You know, we're not 17 years old. Right. It's not, even though it might have been 15, 16 years ago, we're not that much older than you. We still right. don't have the answer because you guys are experiencing it. So I always think it's dope, like, when you guys tell us what you need opposed to us trying to tell you to just get over something because I don't think it's that. Clearly, it's not that simple. One thing I learned um, I had went on a pit forward college summit trip. And so I went down there and went down to St. John's University. And for that that week, most of the people we interacted with were like not that much removed from graduating high school. And so one of the big things, they, the big principles was the biggest influence on another 17-year-old is another 17 year old. I always say that. Mm. Like like peer pressure, that's probably that's probably the biggest influence for um the youth. And so with that, if that's the case and it happens in a negative way, why not try to reverse it and flip it and use it in a positive way? Right. Let other youth inspire and bring motivation to other youth. Because with that, since you're not listening to the older, why not take it upon yourself, the younger, to help each other out since we're in the same boat. Right. We're in the same age. I'm in the same class with you. So why not try to help each other out? And that's always the thing. Like, it just goes back. I had someone recently was like, oh, well, you need to do teen programs. Uh, no, I don't. Like, I don't I don't understand y'all. So the last <laughs> thing I need to do is do a teen program because I don't even know how to relate. Like, right. I don't get the twerking online. I don't get <laughs> the, the Uber sensitivity. Like, it's not my thing. And again, I'm, what, 15, 16 years older than y'all, and I still don't get it. So right. I don't need to do anything with teens. And that's why I said and originally and before is that I like how you just stay in your path. And I think that it is important for you guys, because it is different again, that you got to tell us what's wrong and then we support how to make that better. Like once you can identify. Well, this is why I'm so sensitive when they talk about my mother. Because my mother is a crackhead and I don't like that she's a crackhead. Maybe that's the reason why joning on somebody's mother these days is the issue. For us, our parents used to hide smoking crack. So you didn't know you knew something was wrong with them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it was just like my mama might be crazy. But these days the parents are smoking crack or we with the children. So they know that their parents are on drugs. (laughs) Like just like with... um, um, homosexuality like we knew our uncle was a little sweet but it wasn't a family conversation of him being gay right. like he didn't talk about being gay we didn't talk about the uncle being gay you may have said you know your uncle switched too much and that might have been a joke <laughs> but that was kind of the end of it like we didn't talk about what was happening in our house right right you know yeah, like we true. left it in the house yep, and right. that was true. the end of it and nobody else really knew you knew somebody was weird but you didn't dwell on it right. but nowadays the parents are smoking weed online they doing crack your mama on back page like it's just so <laughs> many different things that you got going on that we didn't yeah. so of course 
you know, a 30 something year old is not going to understand like what you're going through because it's not your experience. And I think like how you said earlier, how you just stay in your lane. I think people should just stay in their lane. And if, if it's not something that you experience, yes, you can support. But just like just leave it alone. Don't it's judge true. it, but just let it go. It's you true. Know? That's why I don't that's why I don't um, when you come to a Cuddy Webster show, that's why I don't I don't mess with the crowd. Because it's like, we're, we're so sensitive now. So it's right. like, you can't really say, you know how some comedians are just Joan on you. Uh, yeah. the, Especially the if, if a heckler arouses yeah, you. Know well, what that saying? happened back. recently. I forgot, was it was it Corey Holcomb or somebody? And the, the person from the stage jumped on the stage and whooped his behind. Yes, yeah, it's, it's oh, crazy. Wow. It's like, you, you know, people come to a comedy show. You know, I'm looking for a problem. Like they don't want to <laughs> laugh. You don't. Want, you can't say nothing to. How them you buy a it. ticket to be? You, go yeah, sit and yeah, be yeah, mad. Exactly. You, go, <laughs> you buy. That weird? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You buy a ticket, come to the show, like, about, and, I'm, be, I'm uh, and be and be offended. I'm gonna go be highly go offended on, off of what's being said, and it's yeah. just like. Come on, man. It's art, man. At the end of the day. So you have like, to know it's possible you're going to get Jones on. If you're yeah. in the first three rows. Exactly. Yeah. You, you chose that seat. Cutest, right. <laughs> right. You, you chose that seat. You can because you know it's possible right. that it's going to go down. Like, Especially that's, a comedy show. Yeah. Especially with certain people. Like like certain comedians, they won't. They don't like heckle or like join on the crowd too much. But like some, they nah, don't don't sit in the front if you don't want to be talking right, about exactly. this. This is what happened. Yeah, exactly. It's always gonna happen. <laughs> like you should automatically know it's gonna happen. That's mm-hmm. why I don't mind sitting in the back because I don't want nobody jolted on me or you know taking time out to say something. But we're gonna talk about your future projects. Give everybody social media, the anti-explosion, right? Mm-hmm. Anti-explosion event. How they can get in touch with that. The Michael Credo collection. We need to give them all anything you got going on. We're giving everybody that. All right. Okay. When we come back. But why don't you go ahead and introduce Freedom because I think that that song is definitely important and it's probably been a trend of our conversation right, the right. whole time. So go ahead and introduce that project. So this right here, Freedom. By the way, all all four of these are on the project. Listeners, luxury. Gotta gotta shout that out real quick. Of but course. freedom, what freedom encompasses, is basically the truth that I've been living my entire life. What my family preaches, the dare to be different to make a difference. Mm-hmm. It's basically being free in who you are and not letting society make you feel bad about who you are, despite what they say. Whether you're whether you're gay, whether you're you have an addiction to drugs, whatever it is, don't let society make you feel bad about it. It could be a bad thing. So I'm not saying like some 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 things like oh everything is cool. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if you know your truth and you're trying to work on it, don't let others make you feel bad about it. Right. If you have a talent and such and such, and people are hating on you for it, don't let others make you feel bad about it. It's all about just embracing who you are and not letting others have you bound by your past and all things like that. Just be free, freedom. And I think that that's the most important thing because and you did. one sin <clears throat> isn't better than the other, right? Right. So, no. Again, it's, it's not. not at one point in the day, we all do something that we we think that we could have did a little different. Right, because you know we're but human. That right, and I don't think that that makes you a bad person. So I definitely think that you do have to just live in you, like you said, accept you, and just move on. Right. And everybody need to stop judging people because this is a very judgmental place. You know, it was mm. crazy. So just leave people alone. Mind your business. <laughs> Support you. Do community service and mind your business. <laughs> if you don't involve people, then if you don't involve me, I don't have to have an opinion about it. Very it's true. It didn't work for me last week at work, though, but. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, misters and misses, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing very lovely. I want to welcome you to the Freedom Show. So here we're going to preach the gospel. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're going to do it up today. Amen. Oh, snap, finna be a good one. Uh, tell me something. Tell me now. Freedom. Tell me now. Freedom. Tell me now. Freedom. Tell me now. Tell me if you want to be free.
day, 14 children are killed by guns. If you have a gun, lock it up. If you don't have a gun, make sure your kid doesn't have one either. Take a stand. Stop the violence. Right, guys we are back you are tuned in to consider this radio only on webr radio fairfax i am your girl miss understood cutty webster the extraordinaire project mc right here <laughs> you just made him a part of the family yeah, <laughs> we, we all family here it's all cool <laughs> so i want to talk any upcoming project you can think about let's get into everything you have going on all right if i forget something help me remind me um <laughs> So first off, I got the listener's luxury. The album is out and encompasses all the four songs you heard today and more. Listener's luxury, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that good stuff. Go get it. Stream it now. Help me get this money. Um, next, what I'm here for, the anti-bullying back to school music explosion. Again, 3 to 6 p.m., 5110 Nanny Helen Burroughs Avenue, Northeast D.C. Free events. For mm. all, not, and it's not again. It's not even just for the youth. It's for anyone who's dealt with bullying. Anyone who just wants to come see some great performers, great speakers. Bring everyone you know, because bullying is not just in the school. It could be in your church, and your workplace, and your community, your neighbors, whatever it is. Bring everyone you know. It's a great thing for the people. Free events. I can't stress that enough. So you don't got to worry about paying anything. Free event. Gonna have food, performers, speakers, all that great stuff. I have another event coming soon around november the hip-hop paying homage to hip-hop passion flex tour what i'm doing with my album is not only touring it but i'm encompassing different things themes with everything so my last tour it was a graduation things i had just finished graduating high school and this thing what i'm doing is paying respect to so much of the great hip-hop that made hip-hop what it is today the people the Nas's, the tupacs the biggies the KYS the the everyone so is encompassing that theme again it's November I said KYS yeah, hey man, KRS. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> KRS, you 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 get what I'm trying to say. KRS got that coming. Anything I'm forgetting? I want to forget anything. I'm good. I'm good. All right. All that all that great stuff. And if anything, you can always check my pages. I am Project MC again. I am Project MC, Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook, MC Royalty, Inspirational Rapper, Project MC. Check me out. Get all the latest updates. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I, I definitely enjoyed you. Thank you all for you. having me. I think you are a dope man. And you're, you have limits, limitless possibility on who and what you're going to be able to accomplish in life. Um, So your parents did, well, you listened. I think all (laughs) parents do a good job. I don't think the kids listen. So you actually listened. So thank you for listening to your parents and just being dope. Um, You have anything you want to say? Yeah, just like I said, I think you are a dope individual yourself. Um, I love your passion and your drive, man. And I think that's one of the things that kills 
um, people's dream when they don't they don't have the passion and they don't have the drive to right. to chase it because it's gonna have you're gonna have rough moments in life right. but just like the last song that you did I really love that song it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I seen you rock that's the one that get all the ladies on the floor especially the his older women I seen when you beat the feet yeah they love that beat though yeah. I'm a, I'm an old soul yeah. at heart yeah. so especially when I started sampling I I go to all the, the Temptations the, yeah. the Commodores Zoom Zap all that so I'm an old soul and I love taking the old and mixing it with the new and just creating something special well yeah. you definitely did it with that drink go ahead I'm sorry no, I'm not saying you just like the drive and your passion. You just you just stick with it, and you. I'm telling you, I think you're gonna go far, man. I really appreciate think you, man. Appreciate you just as long that. as you keep that passion and that drive together, man. You, I think success is is um is gonna happen for you. Thank you, appreciate that. All right, guys. So I'm your girl, Misunderstood. Next week's show is gonna be a little interesting. We have an energy company coming on, and I know it's gonna be <laughs> all year. I don't think I did anything like this, but we do gotta talk about like how to preserve energy. You know, people are talking about the um, oh man, but the law thing. Um, da 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 da. What is the name of it, Dad? Do you know the um the law thing? Oh God. <laughs> they say that we're in it. We're getting ready to be in it. Something law. I can't think of it. I gotta Google it. Blank. But one of the rappers <laughs> had just mentioned it too. Um, we're like, not that the not that everything is coming to an end, but it's the law of something where everything is getting ready just to be out of control shortly. But um I'm gonna think about it. I gotta think about what the name of it is. It's something law. Yeah, it's something law. But once you once you get it, you'll know what I'm talking about because it's the thing. So, but I think just in regards to the energy and figuring out how we can um, preserve our energy and the concentration of energy. Plus, they give away free solar panels if you're a DC resident. So we're gonna talk about that with them. So you guys just gotta get ready for that. You got a show next week and what else? Metropolitan. I forgot to say this. DMV.com and check out my new webpage, man. It's um got some videos on there. Um and just check it out, man. And uh I'm getting ready for this um in the kitchen with cut. I'm very excited about that. So, you know, come follow me on Instagram at, at Cuddy Webster. And you can also follow me on Facebook as well. I haven't got to the Twitter yet, but I'm I'm working on it. Okay. All right, guys, so we are out of here. As usual, I am your girl, Misunderstood. Y'all have officially been considered.